0: Hello, welcome to the first episode of Better Than Before podcast. I am your host, Yami, and I am so excited that you're here. If you know anything about me, you know that I have been wanting to make a podcast or start a podcast, I should say, for such a long time. And for whatever reason, you know, just not thinking I could do it, that this space is oversaturated, that nobody would listen, yada, yada, yada. I just never did it. But we'll talk a little bit more about that. But before I get started with all my guests and all the great content that we're going to have for you, I wanted to just chat with you and tell you a little bit about who I am, what we're doing here, and what my goal is for the podcast. So before the podcast, there was a whole mess of things that had to happen to get here, right? And I thought I would share a little bit of information about how that is that happened and where I come from, who I am, all that nitty gritty stuff. So I want you to think of me as the big sister that you've never had that encourages you and pushes you to go after your dreams. So for that, I feel like you need to get to know me. So let's just get started. So I was born in the Dominican Republic, Um, I am 36 now. And um, we moved to the US, New York specifically when I was turning four. So it was June 20th and my birthday is June 29th. And we lived in New York for a little bit, then moved to New Jersey. We were there until about fifth grade. And then my family moved to Miami, Florida because my parents hated the cold and they just wanted to be in better weather. I was in Florida all through college. I went to EWF Stirrup, this is very niche, I know. (laughs) But I went to EWF Stirrup for elementary school, Southwood for middle school, and I was in magnet dance. And that is important for a reason. We're gonna get to my story in a little bit about that. And um, then I went on to Palmetto High School And then from there I went to Florida International University, go Panthers. And so I mentioned dance um, because I have been dancing my entire life since um, I was three years old. I started with ballet, jazz, tap, all that stuff. And eventually I was in my dance team in middle school. I was actually co-captain and um, not middle school, high school, excuse me. And I was co-captain, like I said, and then when I went to college, I wanted to continue dancing because like I said, it was my passion. So I get to college and um, I auditioned for our dance team and I had taken a year off of dance. And so when I didn't make it, I kind of took it as, well, yeah, you're kind of off your game a little bit. Technique has kind of just... Not is not as good as it used to be. So when I went up after the tryouts to the coach at the time, I asked her, I was like, hey, I would love some criticism. Um, what, I, what can I do to improve uh, just so that I can come back next year and make the team because I really want to make this team. And she told me that um, I was a little bit overweight and that my technique was a little bit off. And at the time, this must have been like 2000, When did I graduate? I am really bad at time. You guys will see that. But it must have been 2004, I believe. I don't remember if I graduated high school in 2004 or if I graduated in 2008. That's always my mission or my issue. Um, So anyway, the curvy, accept your body, body positivity was not a thing yet, you know? Uh, the popular thing was to be stick stick thin and just as skinny as you can, thigh gap, all that stuff. So, you know, I was just like, since that was normal, I'm like, okay, you're right, I'll I'll work on my body, I'll lose weight and I'll work on my technique. So I took a whole year and I can confidently say that that was when body issues started to arise. I think that was like the, if I were to put a timestamp on it, that's when it started. Obviously right off the bat, it wasn't like super bad, but it was the first time where someone was like, you can't do something because of your body. So I went on, I lost weight. I got on a very strict meal plan. I lost a ton of weight and I worked, well, I guess not a ton, maybe like 10 pounds. I don't remember, but um, I went on and practiced my technique. I came back the following year. long story short I didn't make it I went again after tryouts and I asked her hey what happened what can I do and she says um your dancing has improved but you're still a little bit overweight let's let's try again next year and at this point I'm um, I guess I'm naive because I'm like yes okay okay I'll come back I'll come back so the, the eating and everything started taking a little bit of a bad turn I was like becoming obsessed with working out and I remember going to my track um, in our stadium and just running for hours and uh, at that point I was just like a cardio bunny right so and then I was barely eating actually that's not true I think I was eating like balanced meals like the white rice and the chicken and no dessert and all that stuff right so I guess not balanced (laughs) And so anyway, fast forward a full year and I go back and I audition one last time and I will never forget this obviously (laughs) because I'm still talking about it. Um, We um, auditioned, I felt so good. And at the end, um, we actually were all sitting in the stadium and she called out the numbers of the dancers one by one of those that made it, and my number was not called. However, she finished by saying, "Number twenty-seven, can I come? Can you talk to me?" And I was like, "Oh, maybe she wants to congratulate me, like in person, um, for all of my hard work, dedication, and I finally made this team." And so I come up to her, and she was like, "Unfortunately, your butt is just too big." Yeah, you heard that correctly. My butt was too big to make a dance team, and you know, I think about that all the time. Um, because unfortunately, she, she's the reason why I stopped dancing. And, you know, I hate that I gave her so much power, but at the time, it's like I didn't know better. And um, yeah, so that, that's how I stopped dancing. And that is when my relationship with my body, with exercising, and with food took a turn towards the very bad side. Um, I became obsessed with getting rid of my butt (laughs) and it's so um, ironic now that, you know, big booties are in and everyone's like, oh, I would pay so much money to have your body. And I'm just like, why? It doesn't get you anywhere. Like, (laughs) so I think that's a, a thought, like a negative thought that I have to deal with. And it's actually kind of triggering if I'm completely honest, because you know, the one thing I wanted to do was to dance and I couldn't because of my body shape. So anyway, I um, stopped dancing, finished my college career and when I graduated, I moved to New York City. That's a lie. I actually stayed in Florida for about two years and then I moved to New York City. Don't ask me why, because I can't tell you, but I went to New York City to pursue modeling. And in hindsight, I'm like, why would you do that? You already have this horrible relationship with your body and food, but I think there's just like a chemical imbalance in my head that makes me feel like I can do anything I set my mind to. So. I moved to New York, I tried to pursue modeling, and I should say that I got a severance package from a job that I had. Um, I didn't have the finances to move on a whim. I thank God for that severance package that we all got let go of um, from that company, and I was able to use that to move to New York. So I did want to preface that. So anyway, I moved to New York and I tried to get into agencies and nobody would have me because I didn't know anybody and I would go to casting calls and I would go to open calls to, to these agencies and everybody would not even give me the time of day. Um, and I'm not going to bore you with all the no's, but there was this one instance where I, um, I should be timing this because I have no, oh, nine minutes. <laughs> I'm trying to do this under 20. Um, and so I, uh, Got a meeting with an agent um, through a friend, and if you know anything about modeling agencies, that's usually a good sign because you know somebody that can get you in the door. Well, I was feeling very, very optimistic about this. Um, at this point, I was barely eating. I would work out at five a.m. and then again at night. Like that was like my life. I would. I remember. Oh my gosh, my diet. Maybe we'll do a whole separate episode on on this, but um. I went to this meeting and essentially she said, uh, no, <laughs> you're too curvy. You know Your measurements are not what we're looking for. And I remember sitting, um, uh, seeing a window and Beyonce was on the cover of Sports Illustrated that year. And I was like, well, Beyonce can do it. And she said, well, you're not Beyonce. And I was like, okay, that's what's happening here. And so then she, she's like, oh, have you tried working out? Have you tried this? Have you tried that? And I was like, yes. And then she said, have you tried Coke? And I said, I'm sorry, what? Not Coca-Cola, my friends. Coke, the drug. And I said, no, absolutely not. And I'm not going to. And I remember I went home and I was just sobbing and I was like, maybe I'm not meant to do this, but something in me just always thought that I was meant for more. And for some reason, I think growing up, people always, always put that over me, like, oh, you're so tall and skinny, you should model. That's what I got all the time. So I think growing up, That's what I've always heard from like people and friends and family. And so I thought that's what I should do. And so when it didn't happen, I was just crushed. So anyway, um, I ended up getting a job because I couldn't afford just trying to model. And um, I meet my ex-boyfriend. He would go to the gym. I would go with him. He'd help me with like weights and stuff. And I don't know what it was, but... When I started lifting weights, I felt so different. I felt empowered, I felt, you know, strong, capable. And that's when my love of weightlifting started. I ended up leaving that job. I ended up getting a job at Equinox. I was not a personal trainer at the time but they put you through the uh, certification, then you get uh, tested and then you get um, your certification. So I did that and that is where I would meet my husband, Taz. His name is actually Taylor, but you guys know him as Taz. And um, yeah, we were there for, I don't even remember how long, but this was when I thought I was in really good shape and I was like, oh, surely um, a fitness agency, if I do fitness modeling, I'll, I'll get it. And long story short, I did not. They told me that I was still too big and I was too curvy. And I was like, well, what the heck is fitting? Like, what is it that you guys want from me? And so at this same time is when I started my YouTube channel, I thought to myself, you know what? If nobody's gonna give me the opportunity, I'm gonna make it for myself. And I don't know why I thought to start a YouTube channel. I can't tell you, but I remember thinking that I wanted to do it so badly and so I did. I started on my YouTube, and that is the start of where we are now. I've been on YouTube since almost 10 years. And from YouTube, I started um, just documenting my life. I started doing bodybuilding competitions. I competed for a whole year, and it was so gnarly. <laughs> I don't even use that word gnarly, but here we are. I also missed here that we moved to New Hampshire to live with Taz's family. We moved to New Hampshire. I start um, competing bodybuilding for a year and I start these fitness challenges and I start doing coaching and Taz and I start um, Lift and Be Lifted, which is now my brand, but I've rebranded since and that's a whole different episode. I just want to give you like the fast version. And... um, yeah, the more and more I do YouTube and the more and more I do social media, I start falling in love with just helping women, right? And that is kind of how everything happened. That was like my guiding light. I never wanted to, like, I I had an interview a couple of years back and they asked me about why I love fitness so much. And I said something along the lines of, it's not that I love fitness, it's that I love helping women reach their full potential and fitness at that time was my vehicle. So I have always been looking at different things such as Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and now this podcast to inspire women to go after their wildest dreams, right? And so I'm going off on a tangent here, but we were in New Hampshire, we ended up moving to Houston and um, here we are. We've had a baby since, and you know, this is just like a really fast track of my life because I wanted to fill you in. But we'll, with this podcast, we'll go deep into all of these separate um, parts of my life, if you will. So that's how everything happened and led me here. And um, this podcast is something that I have been dreaming for such a long time and my word of the year I don't know if you guys do words of the year but I've always done words of the year and this year I didn't even have to think about it it literally just came to me and like it, the word execute just kept coming to me execute 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 and I really think and I'm outing myself here but I really think that I have always I have always Great ideas all the time. Well, I think they're great. <laughs> or things I want to explore, avenues I want to look into and try things. And for some reason, I just never do. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I get scared. I feel like I have imposter syndrome. Well, I know I have imposter syndrome. And execute kind of made me like forget all of that and do what I said I was going to do. And so in the beginning of the year I thought execute um, and then, (laughs) oh gosh, it's funny because Every, every thought that I have now, I'm like, dang it, yummy. now you have to execute because you've thought about it, you like this idea and you want to try it to so just do it. And if you know the Better Than Before launch party, we had that huge event that was so amazing with Kat, which will be our next episode. Um, I pulled that off in three weeks because I had no other choice. And so when I was driving home one day and I was listening to a podcast, I just thought to myself, gosh, I really want a podcast. I just want to talk to people and hear their stories and help other women in the process. And then I literally like had to stop myself midway. And I was like, dang it. And now you have to make a podcast and you have to actually do this and commit. So here we are. I ended up ordering all the equipment that day. And um, yeah, we're, we, we're ha- we have a podcast. <laughs> and when I told Taz, he's like, okay, that's great. I support you fully, but what are you going to remove from your plate? Because you have so much going on and I was like, you know, I don't know, I'll figure it out because this is something that I really wanna do and I feel like it could be really good for me, like therapeutic because I just love talking to people. And since I work from home, I don't really talk to anybody on the day to day. And so this might be a really nice way to kind of open up to society again, you know? So um, that was my thought. We did it, I had no idea how I was gonna do it, but it's here. I I don't know how it's going to go. I am hoping to put out one episode a week. And like I mentioned in our trailer, I'm going to have so many different guests from all these different types of lives. Because when I was thinking about the podcast and what my goal for the podcast is, and when I was naming it, I was thinking, okay, well, what do I want to name it? I don't want to name it like chats with Yami or talks with Yami because Like, I don't know, it was just, it didn't do anything for me. And I also didn't want to niche myself down so much because I am so much more than just a personal trainer. I am so much more than just an entrepreneur. I'm so much more than just a mom, a wife, whatever. And then I thought, okay, well, what's my goal with this podcast? And I sat there and honestly, it took me a second to just say, my goal for this podcast is simply that whoever listens to this podcast will leave better than they came. So I was like, wait, that's it, better than before. And I never looked back. I thought that was just so great. and that's, that's literally my goal. I want you to leave better than before. So whether it be an educational podcast on finances or an entrepreneur, like how to grow your business, or even if it's like a comedic type podcast where we're just like laughing our heads off the entire time, I want you to leave better than before because I feel like so many of us just want so much for our life. And instead of niching down, I want to remind you that you too are human and you could have so many different interests. And I think that is one of our biggest flaws as a society that we want to pinpoint all of these things on people that they are or that they should be and forget about everything else. So that is my goal with the podcast. I am so excited to have you and I don't know. I think it's going to be a great time. We have Kat next week, which um, was such a great conversation. I could talk to her for hours. And I did want to mention, if you have anybody that you think would be really good for the podcast, or if you want to be on the podcast, um, email me. I'll have everything on the show notes or send me a DM on Instagram and we can talk about it. And um, yeah, I want this to be like a very open Door conversation type relationship. I don't know if that made any sense, but (laughs) I want you to feel at home. I want us to be comfy. I want us to be cozy, grab some tea, grab some coffee, and you're talking to a friend. And that's what I want to be for you. So I hope that you continue to join me on this journey. I have loved all of my communities on YouTube and Instagram. And I have no doubt that this is going to be just as wonderful. So I'm going to wrap up this podcast episode and I hope that you are ready for so much goodness coming your way. Like I said, if you have anybody that you want me to get on the podcast, let me know because I want to do this for you. And if there's anything that you want me to talk about, also DM me, send me a message because like I said, this is for you and I want to help you to the best of my ability. So that's it for now. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next week. Bye.